It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It is Friday. It's another edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Today, we're talking all about the Thunder's new naming rights deal for their arena. Scotty Barnes makes it officially public that he's worked out with the Oklahoma City Thunder and with the NBA draft right around the corner. Our NBA draft profile and projection series rolls on with Franz Wagner. All coming up on the Locked On Thunder podcast, your daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. You can even email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. And also, if you really want to, you can call into the show, 405 362 7128. That's 405-362-7128. On today's show, we have yet another 2021 NBA draft profile and projection, giving you all you need to know about a possible Thunder prospect. Today's prospect profile is brought to you by Michelob Ultra at just 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and you will enjoy our prospect profile of Franz Wagner. But also, we'll talk about the Thunder taking down the signage from their arena, what that means for the next season. Talk about Scotty Barnes as well, making it official that he's worked out with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's start, though, with the signage coming down. So if you do not remember, way back when Chesapeake Energy Arena was announced, it would be no more because Chesapeake has filed for bankruptcy and they ended their naming rights deal with the Thunder. Today, the Thunder took that sign off of the arena for Chesapeake Energy Arena. And it's rumored 
that the name announcement will come next week because there's already a naming rights deal in place. Now, this is a big deal. I know that this is kind of like in the weeds and things like that, but if you're somebody who's for some reason worried about the Thunder relocating, this is a good sign as a good reminder that they're not going to do that. Now, you shouldn't need a reminder. They're not going to relocate almost ever because we went over this a couple weeks ago. The only way you relocate is if you sell to an outsider that's not from Oklahoma or if you stop funding the arenas, which the Thunder are not, you know, the city's not going to do. The city wants to be a big league city, and this is their only avenue to keeping themselves a big league city. So with the naming rights, though, this is a big deal because you have somebody step up so quickly. They're not drawing out this process. You look at a team like the Miami Marlins, it took them a decade to name a brand new ballpark. That ballpark was built in 2012. It was the top of the line ballpark. It was a brand spanking new ballpark. And they just now this year got naming rights for it with the Lone Depot Park, which is official, which is official partner of Major League Baseball. And they just so happened to also name the Marlins Park. So this can go on a long time, a long drawn out process. And it just hurts the team. It hurts their pocketbooks of that team and organization. Because this is an area where you can accumulate a lot of money with a naming rights partner. And think about how long that went on for the Marlins, a team that gets to, get, that gets to sell 81 home events, just in baseball alone, 81 home events to Lone Depot Park. Oklahoma City, for example, in basketball, they only get to sell 41 home events. So it's remarkable how quickly the Thunder have gotten a naming rights deal done. So they deserve a ton of credit for that. Now, as for the name itself, that was not announced yesterday. There's rumors it'll be announced officially next week. We'll see if that actually does happen. I would suspect that it does. Uh, the rumored name right now, as we could all have guessed a, a year ago, <laughs> is Paycom Center. Um, interesting they changed it back from Arena to Center. I don't really think that that really matters, but still, it's the Paycom Center. It used to be the Ford Center. Now it's back to Center. Um, again, Paycom makes the most sense. It's not surprising if this is true. We'll see what happens moving forward with this and, and how that changes on the whole uh, de decals on the sidelines, right? Because you're going to put that decal now on the actual floor itself. Do you have a new sideline sponsor? Things like that. We'll see. But Paycom Center to me is not that bad of a name. A company that we knew would step up and do this. I like it. I do. Uh, but it's, it's good, no matter what it's named, that they actually have a naming rights deal. This, this matters a lot for the franchise. If you want more uh, commentary on how much it means, you can go listen to the podcast, Nothing Personal, with David Sampson. He talks all about how much of this, that this does for a franchise to get a naming rights deal done. I find it very interesting. I don't know if you will or not, but I personally love it. Now, another big storyline for the Thunderland from Thursday is that Scotty Barnes announced he's working out with the Thunder. He put it on his Snapchat story in Thunder gear. Uh, his locker that they set up for him, uh, as they do for every player that comes in, was next to Alexei Pokashevsky. And I just love the idea. Now, this is probably just like a fluke thing. But I love the idea that the Thunder scanned across their locker room, looked for the guy that could most make a guy satisfied and happy uh, to be next to. And it's Poku. Like, it's, it's, again, nothing serious at all. Um, but it is funny that like he was right next to Poku and just imagining that locker room with the Poku personality and the and the personality Scotty Barnes has, that would be a heck of a locker room. Like that'd be a heck of an interview duo, those two together, side by side. What does this mean? Honestly, nothing. I, I could reach and grasp for straws to try to make it seem like it's something. It's nothing, right? 
They're going to interview and work out every player who work out with them. And we knew this was coming. That's why making it a big deal at the combine was, was kind of silly that he said that at the combine, he had not, he had not talked to them yet because they were going to eventually talk. And it's important to know that I have a list right now on Twitter from people I've talked to agents and sources, uh, and then also just from player social media accounts that list is not complete. The Thunder have worked out so many other players. There's there's times where you reach out to an agent or a source and they tell you and verify somebody's worked out, but then tell you not to, not to report it, not to put it out there publicly. There's times where you never even find out if they've worked out or not because the Thunder are not a team that report that to the public. And I do not blame them for not reporting that. If I was running an organization, I would not report it. I think it's silly that the Pacers not only report it, but then let people interview their prospects right away. Now, from a media standpoint, it's awesome. I envy that from a media standpoint. But as a rational thought process, I think the Thunder are doing it way better than Indiana, for example. The Thunder should keep everything close to the vest. You should keep it all in-house the best you can. Make you work for it. Work to get this information because it's valuable. It's valuable stuff to know who teams have looked at and who they maybe haven't looked at yet. But Scotty Barnes does make it public. Uh, yeah, again, there's, there's so many names that have not been reported. I'm not going to act like my list is the complete list. I know it's not. I mean, I know that there's names I can't report. I know there's names other people cannot report that have more information than I do. I know that there's names that nobody knows yet, like only the player and the agent knows, that nobody knows outside of that organization. So the workout thing is just simply due diligence, right? There are people tweeting me DMs and, and mentions about Kaminga, right? Kaminga posted on Instagram working out with Toronto. That does not mean Toronto's in love with Kaminga and going to trade down. Now, it could mean that, but it does not automatically mean that. They're just simply having a touch point with a player who may be down the line in four or five years they want to add to their roster. That's all this is. You, sh- you should work out every player in the draft that wants to work out with you. Now, there are some players who will not work out with every team. But if they're down to work out with you, you should bring them in because that's just you getting a form of contact and a connection with a player that you, that you eventually might want on your roster. Let me know what you think of the Paycom Center on Twitter and what you think about Scotty Barnes on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. What's our nickname going to be for the Paycom Center? Is it going to be the Pay? Is it going to be the two names I threw out there yesterday, the PCC or the Compound? What is it going to be uh, for you with the nickname? As we had Chesapeake, we had Peak. What are we going to have with the, with the uh, Paycom Center? Do you like going back to Center? I personally do. I personally like going back to Center Going back to the roots, if this is going to be the real name, we'll see probably next week sometime. I'd imagine around this time next week we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll see what happens. Now, the draft profile for Franz Wagner, the forward out of Michigan. He's 6'9", 220 pounds, 19 years old. And, of course, he is Mo Wagner's brother, who also went to Michigan and is now in the league He's a very versatile player, which is going to make Mark Tignot's ears perk up a bit. He averaged 12.8 points per game, 38% from three, three assists per game, and over a steal per game defensively. He can do it all, but the question is how well can he do it all, right, on on that floor? What's his ceiling going to be? What's his floor going to be? How does he fit with the Thunder? And what are his biggest strengths and weaknesses? All that and more is coming up, including where the Thunder would have to get to in this draft to, to draft Franz Wagner. All that's coming up on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. But first, I want to tell you right now, but a good friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can track the action at betonline.ag. 
Get the latest news, odd info on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. And right now, you can even get future bets on the NFL. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check it out. You're going to get sporting news. You're going to get sign-up bonuses. You're going to get contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. So head over to the website or even use your mobile device and sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. We use our code locked on. That's locked on, betonline.ag. Promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. But online, your online sportbook experts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. The road to the finals is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At just 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a bit more this year by cracking open a Michelob Ultra. And you should do that Saturday night whenever these two teams are back in action for a pivotal game between the Suns and the Bucks. Go check out Locked On Bucks. Check out Locked On Suns. Check out Locked On NBA for all that great content around this finals matchup right now. You're checking out Locked On Thunder, and we're locked on to Franz Wagner for his NBA draft profile and projection. Let's start out with his strengths. Number one with a bullet, he's a great shooter. He can shoot off the bounce. He can catch and shoot. He's a great shooter. And so that skill set in itself is a very important one to have in the modern NBA. But more than that, he's a good playmaker. He has great vision. He has great passing ability for his size. He's able to understand offenses and understand how to make an offense flow. He's not a ball stopper. He has a very fast processor. Like he can instantly know before he even has the ball in his hands where the next pass is going to be, where to swing the basketball. That's a trending up skill set, right? You need that more and more in this league. And in Mark's system, you need that a ton, no matter your position. So to have that at the forward spot as a bigger player is a big deal for the Thunder specifically. And while he's a good playmaker, he does not turn the ball over. And that decisiveness mixed with effectiveness is hard to find, especially for a young player. He's 19 years old. For him to be able to make the quick decisions he makes while also not making bad ones at the college level, how many times have you heard me on this dra- on this podcast with these draft profiles try to bail out these college kids, right? Bad spacing, bad teammates, yada, yada, yada. Here's a guy who's dealt with that. He's dealt with bad spacing. Now, he's had good teammates, but still not NBA-caliber teammates. He's out with the bad spacing. The, the Big Ten's one of the worst at spacing, and yet he doesn't turn it over. And yet he protects the ball while making quick decisions, while making effective, right, and good decisions. That's a skill set that's only going to get better in the NBA. Because as you extend that same courtesy to players who are not good at that yet, you have to imagine players who are good at that right now are going to either maintain that level of goodness or even get better, and I would project that Franz Wagner gets better as a playmaker with more spacing. 
and with better players around him who are on the same wavelength of understanding offenses, understanding how to relocate. A skill set that he does very well. He understands how to manipulate defenses with and without the ball. He understands how to relocate around the perimeter. He understands when to cut. He understands all of that. He's a high IQ player, especially offensively. I can just imagine right now, Franz Wagner running the pick and pop, dribble handoff actions, and just simply relocating off ball to allow SGA to thrive. SGA is an elite guy. He's one of the best, if not the best player in the NBA. And this is backed up by stats at the drive and kick. And if he's kicking out to a guy like Franz Wagner, it's over. Lights out. That'd be a heck of a combo. You can actively see how Franz Wagner fits within the Thunder system. Not only is he a good shooter, he's a good post player. And if you wanted to run some actions that Billy Donovan ran with Steven Adams, to have Adams kind of be a playmaker at times on the elbow and the low block, Wagner can do that too. But I really love his off-ball defense, his ability to play the passing lanes. He gambles a bit, but he's able to have that length to make up for it. I like his versatility defensively. I question if he can have the quickness for the on-ball aspect of defense, but in terms of being a team defender, which is mainly what NBA teams are doing now is being a team defense. You hear Mark pregame talk about that all the time, the team defense and the shell of the defense. Friends can fit in perfectly to an NBA defense and play very well off-ball and understand how to play the ball and how to use his length to his advantage. And while he's a good shooter, he has the soft touch on floaters because of it. He can hit floaters. He can hit runners. That balances out his lack of athletic ability to just blow by you. While he's a good playmaker and a good dribbler for his size, he cannot just beat a guy simply by foot speed, simply by putting the ball on the deck and going to the rim. So to combat that, he's able to just pull up for a floater, pull up for a a quick pull-up shot or a running shot. His offensive game is really tantalizing. And his defense, all things considered, is not that bad. On his weaknesses, though, he will not be a great NBA athlete. And you have to wonder how much of his talent, how much of his production diminishes because of that, because he's no longer considered an elite athlete, just thanks to those that are playing around him. I struggle to see how he finishes at the the rim very well. He did not do that well in college. I don't see how he progresses at that. So I would imagine he'll still be a very bad finisher. So then defenses can at that point maybe sell out to stop the three and then rotate properly to cut off his drive. Especially whenever the only way he's had success at the rim is on one side of the rim. So where now it's a predictable, ineffective finisher. Not the best combination. And then just wondering how much his defense regresses. And that's his last weakness. How much does his defense fall off at the NBA level? Because we can all admit there's going to be an athletic jump there from everybody else except for him. He's going to have an athletic decline comparatively to those he's playing against. So how much does that decline factor in to the lack of defense? But four weaknesses for a guy like Franz Wagner who can do so much offensively for you, that's a great combination. That that shows you he's a great prospect. And spoiler alert, he's going to move into my top 10 on my my big board 3.0. We'll talk about his fit with the Thunder coming up, but the more that I look at Franz Wagner the less and less likely I see that he'll last till pick 15, I should say pick 16 or pick 18. If the Thunder want this guy, 
they're probably going to have to trade up to get him. And now we're going to talk about if that's maybe a worthwhile investment because you look around, the, the Ringer has him at 8, ESPN at 10, The Athletic at 12, Bleacher Report and CBS and NBC at 13 all. And then Tankathon has him at 9. And then my big board 3.0, I'll have him at 10. This boils down to what do you see his ceiling as and his floor? I think that his floor is a solid bench player who has a 12-year 12 12 career. I don't see how he fails. Now, he might not reach the highest of highs, but I don't see how he washes out of this league and is not a productive player for years and years and years and years to come. His ceiling to me, though, is a smart man's all-star, right? So, like, whenever you get the media around and, and, and people are trying to outthink the wheel, right, and trying to set, and trying to prove, this happens a lot at all-star time. You're trying to prove how much basketball you watch. So you want to find that really good under-the-radar player that is not getting enough love and recognition. That's where Franz Wagner's all-star campaign comes in. I don't think there will ever be an overwhelming all-star, like a recognized fan all-star, media all-star, player all-star, but he could be a player media all-star for the media members that want to try to go outside the box. I think he's going to be that caliber of player that, that could be an all-star one of these years on a one-off random year. And you look back in 20 years and say, oh yeah, he did have an all-star appearance or two. But one thing I'm very confident about is that he will have a huge impact on NBA offenses and a huge impact on helping teams win when it matters most in the playoffs. I think he's a more athletic Delino Gallinari. And Gallinari has helped a ton of teams. Gallinari's still doing it right now, helping teams. I like Franz Wagner more than I thought I would, right? He's up there for me. He'll be in my top 10. We'll talk about that fit with the Thunder, but on the question of if I would trade up for Franz Wagner, depending on how the board shakes out, I absolutely would. I think he's a very good player. How does he fit, though, with the Thunder? What's his future role? What's his rotational fit? How does he impact the future roster? Why the Thunder should take him? And why the Thunder should not take him? All coming up on the Locked On Thunder podcast. But first, I want to say right now, but our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar, it's a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order. That's code LOCK15. 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar has so many great flavors, including coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. My favorite flavor is the cookies and cream option. Try out that cookies and cream option right now today at BuiltBar.com. Whenever you do, you'll be glad you did. I think it's phenomenal. But if you do not want to take my word for it, I don't blame you. What you should do, though, is order the mixed box. The mixed box will give you two of every single flavor I just rattled off there. You can try them all out and then reorder the one you love the most. So these bars have 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories per bar, four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs. It's amazing flavors. They taste great. They truly taste just like a candy bar, even though they're a built bar protein bar. They're very healthy for you. Try them out today. You can use them pre-workout or post-workout. You can even use them as a meal replacement. They're that filling to me at least. Go to builtbar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? 
That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Guess what, folks? Truly, guess what? Starting on July 19th, you can have your hands on our latest invention, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey. It features analysis from the local experts, such as myself, making selections and trades for the team. Also, the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, is going to be on there. So is Brian Scalabrini and former GM Ryan McDonough, as well as our host David Locke hosting the event. It's going to be a ton of fun. We made a trade. We made draft picks. Listen to how I manage the Thunder and how you would grade me if I was in Sam Pressy's spot, which, spoiler alert, it's a hard job to do, by the way. Now, how do you do this? You can search right now the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast from. Download the show feed and then be ready to go. Subscribe to that show feed and be ready to go on July 19th to listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey, your home for sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Let's wrap up the Franz Wagner NBA Draft profile and projection, starting out with the Thunder future role for Franz Wagner. To me, he's a future starter in this league. Possible all-star, but let's just label him a starter right now for a long, long, long time. Rotational fit for next year, seventh man type. You know how Mark likes to bring in two guys at a time off the bench first. He'll be one of the first people off the bench, and he'll be in there and making an impact in a hurry. Then maybe later on down the line, uh, he'll be a starter for the Thunder at the end of the year. His roster impact long-term, again, nothing intimate this year, but does he make Isaiah Roby kind of expendable because he does what Roby does as an, as an undersized big, just he can actually shoot more effectively? Maybe it'll put Roby on the shopping block. And then also, would this make Darius Baisley more expendable as a sweetener in trade talks? If you have Franz Wagner, who is going to be a big playmaker, not as good of a playmaker in my opinion as Darius Baisley, but a big playmaker who can shoot better than Baisley and can maybe play off ball better than Baisley can. But that's the two glaring things that could impact this roster if you do trade up for Franz Wagner. So why should the Thunder take Franz Wagner? Well, if he starts slipping in the draft, you take him at 16 if he somehow makes it there. Again, the draft's going to be very unpredictable. The draft from 7 to about 20 is so interchangeable because all these players are just separated by hair that I could see a world where somehow Franz Wagner falls at 16 and we're all just left scratching our heads. Unlikely, but I could see a world where that happens. So if he starts slipping and he gets to 16, you jump on it in a hurry. But I'd also feel very comfortable trading up for him because of his fit with Shea. That's the big selling point. His fit in the pick and pop, his fit with the relocations to give Shea a bailout option in the kick and drive and kick option, right? Everything he does coincides with what either Mark wants to do or what Shea excels at. And to me, that's a player you have to draft. So I would love to see him trade up for, you know, in the Thunder get him, but you do not take him at six. It's like 
Don't take him at six, but trade up from 16, or if he falls to 16, take him at 16. Why the Thunder should not draft him? If he's not trending down the draft boards, let's say he goes seven or eight or nine, I wouldn't really want to trade up that high because if we have to give up to get him specifically. But if he falls to 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, yeah, you trade up and get him immediately. So it's just all about how the Thunder gauge him and view him and if they want to trade up or not for this specific player. Let me know what you think of Franz Wagner on Twitter at Rylan underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Next week, we have our mock draft with Richard Stamen coming out. That will be a ton of fun to listen to. We'll have more draft profile and projections. We'll have top five lists for the NBA draft. We'll have a ton of draft content and a very special announcement coming uh, Tuesday on this podcast and Monday on social media. So go check it out at Rylan underscore styles at R-Y-L-E-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Until then... Make sure to enjoy your weekend and be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 